This one right here on the Yo Welcome Wednesdays for our morning shifters from our misters to our sisters. We're back for another show just in case you missed it. Do the dishes. So powered by You Know Me, the Kia team. That's right, Kia team. Stay blessed. Don't stress. We've got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to the number one podcast in Aotearoa. Not sure about anywhere else, but you already know. This is the People's Show. Welcome mm. to the new media. Everything you want, nothing you don't. No long ads, no bad vibes. Real people, real talk. That's right, we are real. Hey, uh, speaking of being real, it's a, it's a real big week for uh, for Samoan Language Week. That's right. Manuia Levayasa, Ulunganana for Samoa. And what is the Samoan word for today, uh, the, uh, the day, Brooke? Sorry. Asolulu. Asolulu. So you're welcome, Asolulu. That is Wednesday. Yeah. And we got Samoan. A Wednesday here. Also, here's one for you Fufuluipu. Do the dishes. Let's try sure? that. Let's try that. Are you 100% sure? Yes. I'm not Samoan, but what's for? I know, I know, I know. You would, bro. You would, bro. You want to bring susu? You want to bring fufu? You know what? Stop doing that to the Samoan language. No, right? I mean, I said right do right the dishes. What's fufu luipu? Fufu luipu. Do the dishes. Do the damn dishes. You fufu everywhere. Fufu, you do yourself. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Uh, all right, what is on the show today, guys? Uh, weird things that some of y'all are finding attractive. And <laughs> no, 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 addiction. Oh, weird addictions. Addiction, yes. Oh, okay, that actually makes a little bit more sense yes. as I was reading through them. Uh, and we got a really, really, really good one, Jordan. But can you start that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what? No, 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 this one here. Yeah. Oh, you gotta start no, that no, one, not me. Say less, my boy, because my name's Jordan. Oh, so my name's Brooke. And this is True, True news. news for you. <laughs> for you. That is on shirts die. But we always start, guys, with an absolute vibe. And, and those morning, honors go to Jordan. They do go to me. They do go to me. And uh, son's put. You know what? I'm looking at Mato Mark's cheese cutter, and uh, this is this is big boy pants rapping uh, an R and B soul. Okay, it's it's Slum Village. Selfish. Let's push. I'm calling. Yeah, maybe I'm selfish. Out I want you to myself, I can't help it. Oh my. Yeah, maybe I'm selfish. Oh my. Ladies and I can't. Maybe I'm selfish. Let I want you to myself, I can't help it. To my thick chicks down in Texas, all the way to New Orleans where the girls cook catfish. And in LA, every chick's an actress. Hollywood status with the shaded glasses. To Detroit, yeah, the place that I rest, where the ladies got asses and a lot sex. And Hot Atlanta, y'all, is one of the best. Where they speak Southern slang and smoke Lassess. And New York women are way too fresh. Too much on your mind. Let me ease that stress. I wish you all were mine. It's so selfish. Maybe I'm feeling myself too much, I guess. But to my ladies all across the globe. In small towns that I don't even know. No, to all local international codes. Whether you see me in streets or catch me at shows, I'm calling. Maybe I'm selfish. I want you to myself, I can't help it. Oh my, maybe I'm selfish. You're my lady. 
Zush. Great part, great part. Mark, how you feel about that? You heard that before? Yeah, that was nice. Real nice. <laughs> Brooks, have you heard that before? <laughs> Brooks, I'm old school. Hey, uh, I know we're going to talk about this a little bit later on the show. We normally jump into a little bit of daily bread here, but we have to. It's a big day today. It is a big, big day today for many right? reasons. You right? State of Origin, my my, my peoples is back tonight. Woo! New self in your yeah. Mark, you I'm Queensland, <laughs> sorry, so sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm up against family it. Show, family show. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up against it here. I know you both love New South Wales. Come on, both born there, so I get it. Um, you both have those alliances to it. Oh no, you're not. That's right. I'm the only one who's actually born. So you're in Australian. The, in the origin. You're actually Australian. I have an Australian passport. Yes. Oh, so you're Aussie. Oh, really? It's a dual passport. Oh, you're Aussie. Yeah. Oh, you're Australian. a dual passport. Yeah, a dual I didn't know that. passport. Sorry, I don't know that. That's awesome. <laughs> that was nice for you. <laughs> <laughs> we travel anywhere. We can, we can everywhere you, you can you, think of. You don't know who you are. You don't know where you're going. <laughs> yeah, this is great. <laughs> and you know the buffet. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right, let's get into some daily bread. Breaking bread with, with the, the news of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. Shit, we really are. <laughs> Look, I'll start, uh, and uh, it's just a very quick one, very simple one, and uh, feel free to forward this on to your parents if you have kids. Guys, study has just confirmed, babysitting your grandchildren makes you live longer and prevents dementia. I believe that. Come on, grandparents, come through. Y'all want to start forgetting? <laughs> no, 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 no. I really believe that. I feel like it's a different my, my mum I, I swear to god I feel like my mum is younger Since I've had my son Looks like Every time I talk to her Is, is more vibrant She's eating better Doing more To hang around for longer I swear to god I, I think mom, it's a thing Your mum lives in a different city to you right She lives in Wellington So you don't you don't get that Every day Don't get to drop off And you know have a, But she definitely would I know she comes up all the time All the she time She wants to see her grandson But you know you know, there's so many sayings that are going around in the world, and you, you learn them as you move through. But one that I really do believe in is uh, you lose it if you don't use it. What? Use it or lose it is usually how it's said. Yeah. Um, and I think that runs true with everything. So if you are interacting with the youth, um, and you, or if you only hang in one circle, right, you lose the ability to stay young because it's the youth coming through, whether they be grandchildren, whether it be teenagers, whatever. Those are the people who will keep you young, keep you alive, keep you active, keep you learning, all those kinds of things. It's the same with the gym. They reckon, you know, once you hit a certain age, you stop going to the gym, you stop using those muscles, you lose them, mm. and then it all goes downhill. I reckon it's the same in life in general. So the, the younger people you interact with, the longer you stay alive. I think there's a uh, – yeah, I agree, Matsu Mark. And also, you know, it's a tough chat because I, we aren't – you know, I understand the, the angle of, you know, grandparents aren't – babysitters you know they're allowed to have their own life but i also think if you're able to see your grandkids and you don't there's a special place in the waiting room that rhymes with smell <laughs> for you for you that is off but uh no judgment you know all of that what do you reckon book i think it, going back to what mark says it goes the other way too like yeah they they keep you younger but at the same time like younger people obviously not we're not talking kids here but uh, okay I'll, I'll put it like this mark you're a, a little bit older than us mm-hmm but I feel like when I talk to Mark and have yarns to Mark, like I, I learn so much and the gap isn't even really that big. But you just got to have an old head around too, just to kind of keep you on on your toes, been through life a little bit more too. So I'm, yeah, it goes both ways. I agree. Grandparents, keep, uh, keep doing your thing. Uh, I, I got a little daily bread today too that I would like to break off. Who, actually I'll start with this. What's your guys' favorite movie franchises? 
It can only be oh, one. Yes. I don't want to be cheesy, but I really love Lord of the Rings, eh? That was beautiful. Like, I'd love to be Aragorn. <laughs> <laughs> like Strider to Aragorn, you know? Like, not just Aragorn, the man, like, from Strider. Mark, there's heaps. Yeah. Uh, that's I'm a hard one, I know, It's right? really it's hard, hard because there's always one movie that's ruined all the franchises, but I really enjoyed the inside thinking on The Matrix. I thought The Matrix was incredible. Really? But not, now not a movie, though, brother. Documentary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Well, was my, great. mine is it's, uh, it's, it's Marvel, it's the Avengers. I just love it. Like, I, I don't think they missed. I, I followed it all the way up into Endgame, and that kind of fell off. It just, uh, it just felt like a little bit different. But I think they might have brought it back. <gasps> yeah, I, I think this one has a lot of legs. They've just announced Fantastic Four. The MCU have announced the Fantastic oh, Four. The casting's really good, man. Shush, bro. No. Don't do never say they might have brought it back while you while you just announced Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Nah, it's got a bad feeling <laughs> off of what it used to have. I think it I think this could be alright. They might have brought it back. <laughs> Boy, I think this could oh, be alright. Yeah, 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 stretchy arms. This is a strange one because the Fantastic Four to me always seemed really lame. I agree. I lame. swear I agree. No, it's the casting that's kind of got me across the line. Ah. Oh, it's just oh, okay, so. What who's a, who's it now? Yeah, see? Reed Richard is that stretchy man. Uh, who Adam's is Reed Richard? Sorry, who is Reed Richard? Reed Richards is his name. So he's the stretchy, smart guy in Fantastic Four. Damn, let me look. Let me it's going to be played going, by Adam Driver. Oh, Adam Driver. Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, House Bro, of Gucci. He's done a deal with the devil, eh? He gets every big big movie, that guy. Every, he gets cast in everything. He does. He's had big ones, man. I looked at his, his resume. He's been with Disney before. Like He's got a... He might be right. <laughs> I'm right. You might be right. I'm right, bro. Uh, as um, who was uh, Jessica Albert last time? Her name's Sue Storm, Invisible Woman. Yes. Margot Robbie. Oh. Mm, Margot Robbie's Margot in there. Robbie. Is that is that sexist? To make a to make a female hero invisible. <laughs> <laughs> no, it should be a damn illegal <laughs> when they look like that and you make them invisible for half the movie. Oh, you right. You right. Jessica Alba and, and Margot Robbie. They ain't even. Let's in make it. her invisible. <laughs> uh, this, this this is a good one. Okay, so uh, Johnny Storm, who's the Human Torch, I think last time was Chris Evans. Actually, how did that work? I've only just thought about it. Chris Evans was Captain America. But he was also in the first. He did a deal with the devil too. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, Paul Miskell. Now, Paul Miskell is like an Irish actor. Who, let me look it up. Let me look it up. He's on something called Normal People. But I think this is like the perfect casting when you see him. Jordan's just brought him up. What do you think? Just mm. look at that visually. Has the potential to be all right, eh? The Human Torch. I can't recognize him off anything, but you know, sometimes in a cast, having a good actor that's uh, not known, it's assuming that he is good, uh, was a good thing. I don't know. He's got to prove it to me. Nah, sure, sure. I think he's perfect. Uh, and then, and finally, Ben Grimm, who's the thing, is kind of like the the rock guy made of rubble. They're going to David Diggs. Now, David Diggs is is pretty low key. He's been in Hamilton. Oh nah. You don't think so? Nah. Jordan's looking at the pictures right now. He, lo- no, he, no, lo- he looks like the older. He looks like a forty-year-old version of the of the black guy of High School Musical. <laughs> he does. <laughs> oh, not, it does. I, I'm not saying this, but he's playing someone that is made of rock. He's giving people, right? Oh, he looks. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. Because it's going to be CGI. I thought it'd be okay, but his persona is giving uh, light-hearted. Yeah, uh, he's not. He's not. He's not a. Uh, he's not a. Uh, Damn, you might be right with that one. Oh, what's the word, Brock? He's, I know you guys can't see this, so Google. Feel free to Google this and look with us. But he, he, I say this with tough love. Enough. Yeah, it was soft. 
Yeah, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> He's hardly a stone uh, we, or a we, rock. When were we not allowed to say soft anymore, eh? Like, fuck. It was like a borderline. <laughs> I, get, I get like poofter and all that. Like, we're not allowed to say those words, but like soft, man. Let us have soft. Mm. Give it back. Because there's nothing wrong with looking soft, you know? Because you can still turn out to be David, David Giggs. David Unless Giggs. you're playing a rock. <laughs> It just looks a little bit too perfect. That's the new cast for uh, for like MC, MCU's uh, Fantastic Four. I like that. Last Daily Bread, real quick. Uh, they've just they've, they've told us what is the most used emoji. What do you guys think it is? The crying face. Like the ha 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 ha. Oh, with the tears. Like, the tears, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that was so funny. Uh, I'm going to go ahead with the, the hearts, the two hands making the heart symbol. You are so wholesome, aren't you, Matoma? I get that a lot. Like, it's actually the tears streaming down emoji. That's what the younger kids are using as the funny one, eh? Well, it, it, studies actually show that uh, it's only just changed because it used to be the laughing emoji, which makes which means potentially, you know, we're all experiencing a lot more things to be sad about than we are to laugh about, which is scary. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so right. You know, here on the morning shift, we're always going to say uh, hope is always around the corner. <laughs> Right? So don't you worry, keep pushing. That is your daily bread, breaking bread with the news of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. Hopefully it's just around the corner. I'll get my nana to make a red one soon. Shush. This is The Morning Shift. Addictions, my shifters. Oh, yeah, addictions, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, let's, let's push. What is the definition for addictions? Addictions is de- addiction is defined as a chronic relapsing disorder characterized by compulsive drug seeking and use despite adverse consequences. It is considered a brain disorder. Okay, I think this is the wrong one. <laughs> it's not just drugs. It's just being basically addicted to something and potentially that is harmful for you. That's okay. the, that's the. And the reason why this came up is because on social media I saw someone with the craziest addiction. I have ever heard in my life. If you didn't see our story on socials, listen very carefully because I want to see if you understand what this man is talking about. I'm hiding you, Alyssa. It's because I have an addiction. Uh, to financial domination. <laughs> financial domination? What is that? That sounds so cool. What is that? It's it's complicated. I mean, it's it was before you. I've been doing it for I've done it for about three years now. So this girl, every payday, I'll give her half my check. So she's like a financial dominatrix. Yes, half my check goes to her, and what she does with that is. She will do whatever she wants. Uh, she helps pay my bills. Wow. Damn. That's a lot. Hang on a minute. I'm confused. <laughs> so. Talk us through. He said that uh, he's into financial domination, which to me means he just wants to dominate financially. Like he, he just wants mm. to be a guy who's good with his money, but dominate, like just be the man. And then. Another name brought up was the financial dominatrix, which is very, very different. That would be all uh, like I'm guessing a, a person who dominates him, like give me that money and and, and yes. takes it. So for, yes, so for example, 
uh, the mistress that he's giving half his paycheck to, he enjoys her saying, do you want a snack? No, you can't have it. Oh, my goodness. That's but not, that, that's not here's a... $14.50 to pay for your Netflix account. Go pay for it now. And that excites him. And that... <laughs> Isn't that just a wife? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, Mark, we did uh, today. <laughs> some of you ladies, you're saying, isn't that just a husband? Oh, no. Nah. Okay, so... I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So, Dominatrix, that, that's basically the concept, but that, that is what he's addicted to. He's addicted to giving... Wow. ...his money away, which is... Man, sign me up if there's... Uh, actually, no. <laughs> no, you can sign me up, so I'm, I'm with signing you. me up. Actually, I'm already signed up. Well, one... No. Well, I, I would take it. You have my blessings come through and, and dominate tricks me. So I put it out to the shift. Financially. Financially. Whoa. Financially. Financially. That's mother. If I in a Shelly, financially do it. I put it out to the shifters asking uh, them what are some strange addictions you've heard of or maybe have experiences experienced and it's all and on. I'll be honest, man. We've got to clean up some of our uh, our listeners right now. <laughs> you guys are doing the most of this. Okay, let's start. <laughs> Smell of my partner's armpits. Nah, bro. Man, if that's where you find love, good for you. They do say that if you match perfectly with your partner, uh, the pheromones that come from your BO or sweat or whatever it is, that you find it very, you know, mm. I don't know what the word is, but mm. There's someone we've encountered in the last week who had some <laughs> some pretty funky armpits. Oh, did any of us connect sure. with that person? Is it deathly? How come no one told him? Why didn't anyone tell him? It was ruthless. Can you get help? Can you get like a pill or, you know, is there something? Let's continue. You definitely can. You definitely I didn't can. notice it. Doesn't say it's picking my nose and eating it. Ugh. Ugh. Have you all ever tried? <laughs> when I was young. Yeah, young. When I was three. I had a hoon <laughs> when I was three. Oh, this is a good one. This ain't even bad. Strange addiction is having fizzy drink after a fat ass island feed. Just hits different when you have that coat to wash down that pork right. crackling down. Don't, don't feel like that's bad. That's, you, you were the rest of us. This one says, to any guy, it might come across strange, but I kid you not. I swear nearly, nearly every female on the planet is addicted to poking their man in the bum every time, <laughs> every hop she gets. <laughs> nah, not the hopawadis. Let's get it. <laughs> nah. Um... Okay, this okay. one, sorry, 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 I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Okay. This one's like, please stay on. Uh, I'm a real estate agent, and I love to see, oh, what food is in people's fridges and cupboards. I can't get enough. That's a violation. I can tell a lot about people, and I love to judge them. I'm addicted to it. How tidy it is, and if they're healthy, if they have a bad life, I just fully understand by looking in their cupboards. It's a vibe, Loki. That's illegal, eh? I don't think it's illegal because you have asked the person to come into the house to sell it, I'm guessing. But what if they're looking in your undie drawer? What's the difference? You don't checking out someone's health by looking in their undie drawer, are oh, you? Oh, my gosh. I know someone that, well, I don't know them. I know someone who knows someone who, who was addicted to sniffing. Oh, no. no. Don't, Jordan. No. To sniffing undies. No. no. And he got caught sniffing <laughs> his girlfriend's sister's undies. Oh, <laughs> And the sister caught him. Oh, no. And she was like, what are you doing? And he goes, oh. <laughs> That's a yarn, surely. <laughs> it's not a yarn. 
I think it happens way more than people would. No, would it doesn't. No, Truths to believe. I, you, no, you, no, no. Look at me. You, like look, a, you look like a sniffer. Shut <laughs> up. You look. Look at that nose of yours. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, I'm addicted to sleeping with married straight men. Mm, okay. This, that, this came all, from a guy. Leave leave people alone in their relationships, right? Feel mm-hmm. free to no. He said, "Feel free to say my name." I ain't gonna say your name. You are. Right. We talked about financial dominatrix. This comment says, "This pretty much all of the uh, PIs giving money to the church ministers." Okay, that's you know what. We'll just leave that there. All right, we're gonna wrap this up. Um, thank you for uh, for writing in. <laughs> Actually, we can't end on that. Let's uh, let's go to the voice memo reply just to end this addictions. Thank you, Matamak. I know this sounds bad, but I feel like my addiction is being single. I am just addicted to being single. I love hearing relation people's relationship problems and just like sitting there thinking like Anna, that's what you get. <laughs> Learn how to be independent. Um but you know, hopefully one day we all find love the way that Jordan experiences it. Facts. <laughs> I hope you find love sis the way I do experience it. Hey and uh those addictions that you sent through or are experiencing or if you weren't able to be courageous enough to send that, good luck with that. Good luck with that. <clears throat> Do you guys have any? No. Oh. oh, I'm addicted to like being in love. Ah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> this is the morning shift. Game day. Queensland, guess what? Y'all don't really want it, man. Queensland, here comes the poo. Run to my shoulder right now. (laughs) Make me want to run through a wall. State of origin, baby. Let's have a chat. All right, we welcome in someone hey, for the first time too. Uh, Nick or the Price. Hey, hey. Yeah, boys, good up. Hey, now you, you, here, you know, you know league pretty well. This yep. is kind of your wheelhouse. First of all, who who do you support? I'm a Queensland fan through and through. Disgusting. Yeah. yeah, you are. So just before we talk, uh, Nico De Presta is a part of our Shifter squad. He uh, helps us out heaps. He works with us. Just in case you're thinking, who the heck is that? He is definitely an integral part of the morning shift. Yep. yep. So you're Queensland. Me. Queensland. How did you um, How did you pick Queensland? Honestly, it was the first place in Australia that I went to, and I just really loved Greenless back in the day. Hey, that's so good. That's that's the only reason I have. I wasn't born there. Yeah, no other links to be honest. It's funny because eh, you actually don't you don't need a, an amazing reason if you're not Australian. You know, like yeah. I just I just flipped the coin in fifth form, and that was me. So. <laughs> and you have to live by it too. I like we we really committed to the mm-hmm. New South Wales team. Yeah. Next, what do you think of your team? What do you think of Queensland? Um, I like it. I like it. It's like, you know, that's that's the classic cliche that Queensland fans always say that New South Wales always has the better team. And I don't know if we can really use that excuse anymore these days because this team's been together for a couple of years now and we've got some good battlers on that team. That's what Queensland represents. It's the battlers team. It really annoys me that uh, Queensland have tried to take on that narrative uh, considering the eight years that you absolutely slaughtered us with. <laughs> and we weren't allowed to pick that up too. The gods yeah. of the game at the time that you that were all on your team. Yeah, like You wouldn't know about you have the better team. You just you wouldn't understand that immortals. Yeah, yeah. We had like an entire team of immortals at one point, so we can't really use that excuse anymore. I swear to God, I look at the team. Maybe I'm blinded. I think surely we can't lose to them. 
No, no, let's not put that energy <laughs> out there. Surely that's what I know we we've last been here before, yeah. <laughs> but I think, mm. no, We're not putting that energy out there, Brooke. Okay. <sighs> so well, what are, what's our chat this morning? So what I wanted to talk to you guys about and get you guys to have a think about is we're going to do a little social, uh, social post to follow this, but I want you guys to decide, the three of you, yep. Jordan, Brooke, and Matua, to think of what state of origin player you think you are or you would be, your equivalent is, and then we'll get the other two to give their answer of what they think you'd be instead. Oh, say less. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's do it. Who wants to go first? Johnny, you go first. Who do you think you are? Oh, I know who I am. I'm injured game one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're my little my, my little calf my little calf muscle pulled up on me, but <laughs> I'll be back to win it for game two or possibly uh, game three if we don't get it done game one. I am Latrell Mitchell. Proud, outspoken. You Game changer. To make something happen from nothing. That's me, baby. Let's push. I think you like Junior Paolo. <laughs> that was a, that was my first thought. Okay. <laughs> first thing yeah, I, I run a straight. I run a straight too. You right? Oh, Jordan. I reckon you're more of a. And I'm welcoming you onto this guy. I reckon you're more of a daily Cherry Evans. Kind of like just an organizer, like, you know, that, that guy who's like unsuspecting, like super good. Like super good. Okay, okay, you too. Someone who's like, you know, he, he respected, probably doesn't get the respect deserved. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you're more of a daily. Mm. Okay, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> I'll go second. Okay, you go second. Uh, who do I think I am? Well, I, I feel two different ways about this. Can I say why? I think I could be too. Either Stephen Crichton or well, I, why? Look, look the way he said that, like, please. You reckon? Someone jump on? You reckon? You know, like, just happy with life, you know, just got wins. Nice, man. You're, does doing it great well. job. You're doing a great job here. But I think I'd probably be more of a Jerome Luo. Actually, yeah. You know what? I'm going to go, Brooke, I got your back. You are a Penrith player, but it's none of those two. You know who you are? Uh, You're not an origin player. You're Dylan Edwards. <laughs> Dylan Edwards is good. Yeah, great, 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 great for his side, but just not an origin. Oi, well done. You just embarrassed your friend in front of everyone. You made them laugh. Good for you. Well done. <laughs> All right, I'm going to nominate. No, you're amazing, though. Like, Shut up. It's just not an origin <laughs> No, Dylan, he will be an origin player at nah, some stage. he won't. No, I don't no, think no, he at will. Some point, at, some at some point. point. Some uh, point. I don't think no, he no. will. If everyone gets injured and can get in there. <laughs> if there's no one left. like uh, um, I'm going to go ahead and throw myself I down. I want to stop you guys right there. <laughs> Hold on a second. He's Here's the thing. Right? If that is the case, what are y'all? Because we all in the same building. Hey, hey, hey we've all, we all had to undergo this exercise and we all had to take it. So you shush. Mark, what are y'all? Yes. What do you say? No, no, no. Because the question was... Origin. Daly, can you pull him back in line, please? <clears throat> All right, I'm going to go ahead. I'll lock myself in. I'm probably, you know, a bit of a bit of a stalwart now. Been in and out of the team. Had a dream to go chase his NFL career. Did you say what Brooke was? Did yeah, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm following okay. Dylan. Okay. Um, I'm going to go lock in Valentine Holmes. <laughs> Valentine Holmes. I've seen you run. Oh, Brooke. What are you talking about? The laughter was the... He, him, it's him giving us Queensland players. It's the absolute <laughs> disrespect. Honestly. 
Why are you Valentine Holmes? I, I just explained it in great detail, but you didn't hear it because you were too busy laughing because you were so desperate to bang you, me down. You've, you, you've, bang you down? you've seen Valentine Holmes though, right? Yeah. Like, he's beautiful. He's a wonderful looking man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going for looks. Bro, who are you going for with Mato Mark? Who is he? Mark? Well, I don't know who Tom Gilbert is, so I'll go with Tom Gilbert. <laughs> yeah, no guy. I'll take that. I'll go for a. I'll go for a player um, who, you know, he's Be been nice, an origin. Cherry. He's Be been. Nice. He's been an origin. I'm actually not. He's been an origin before. Laurie Daly, so, go on, say it. Da, da, da. So, you just need a bit of long hair. I think you're more like Aaron Woods. Oh yeah. <laughs> Aaron Woods is a good one. Yeah, I like Woods. Hard working. Aaron Woods yeah, is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, put an axe in my yeah, hand. Put an axe. Yeah. He cut a few trees down. Just yeah. kept going too. Mm. Been to a lot of clubs. A lot of clubs. <laughs> Been a journeyman. <laughs> Been around the industry. A lot of clubs. That was good. Is he still playing? Yes, Surely. He is. He, is. he, is he will playing. be. He'll be oh, on some contracts. Wow. Oh, nice. Well, that, hey, look, that was a great chat. What, hey. a, what a dumb idea. Now we all hate each other. Matsuo Mark, Matsuo Mark, uh, how, does, how does Queensland get it done game one? Um, I think they just pull together as a, a, a better team. Like, I, I know that uh, you guys were saying with Nikola before how, you know, it got to a stage where Queensland was built on a whole heap of immortals, but they only got there because they kept on beating a New South Wales squad that was always looked better than them. But they do it as a team. So, again, we're going to have to rely on the team because you look over the squad – it's not that sexy. It's no. not. A, it's not. Doesn't have the names, but Queensland have a way of just being better at a, at a team sport than a whole lot of individuals in New South Wales. What uh, you know, Billy Slater's selection. Uh, we can't really fault him as a coach yet, can we? Because he's done not a great yet. job. He won it. He is a, a little bit early days, but what has he gone for with the squad? Because I think there's some players that. I think should have been picked, and then there's some that he's taken a risk on, so he's got a bit of a balance there, hasn't he? It is. It's, he's done the balancing act of players who have had the experience. And this is what I find about Origin, and this is for people who aren't uh, massive watchers of Origins, the difference between this at the NRL and then International Rugby League, like this is the top of the top. This is the proper pressure moments. Like the pressure cooker, when that ball is kicked off uh, tonight, 5 past 10, people will know. It won't be 5 past 10, will it? Because Gus will be on the screen for a good 20 minutes. It's so it'll be good, though. Closer to 10.30, 11 o'clock. Um, but yeah, they will know that uh, if, you, if you've got a player who you put in there who's young and enthusiastic, it's a whole different level that would never have played this level before. And Reese Walsh is going to experience that firsthand. This is the top of the top of the top state of origin. And he's gone for a balancing act of people who have been there before in the pressure cooker, but then also blooding some new talent who he hopes will be there for years to come. Yeah, I think it's great. I think Reese Walsh is made for the big time. Do you reckon? I, I think so. There's some players who have it. That boy has it. I think he's going to be all right. I think, uh, I think. What about yeah, for you Nathan, guys in New Nathan, South Wales? Nathan Cleary said about Walsh is that, you know, he runs at the line. Like, and he does everything at a thousand miles an hour, um, which can sometimes mean he comes up with those mistakes. But often the other side to that is he can come up with those game breaks that just set up a try or just change the game. So, yeah, it'd be a very interesting player to watch. For me, uh, I'm. I'm a little bit envious of the position that Queensland has been in the last couple few years of, you know, really being able to take on that underdog mantra, backs against the wall. Uh, and I think, if I, I'm not going to talk about game in-game and players and that, but I don't know if Freddie's really the coach for us. I think Freddie's a little bit out of touch with some of the young players in his squad. And I think, I don't think he's got them firing the way that potentially Billy has his team firing in terms of relationally. Uh, I think Freddie's a little bit old school. I think he's a little bit stuck in his ways a little bit. And I, the team just, last year in terms of the energy, 
especially particularly in game three, those boys didn't look mentally on and prepped. It just looked like a great team out there of players uh, who were going to go out there and just try and win the game because we had the better team on paper. So mm. I'll be very interested to see body language, uh, how we're looking game one, how we're up for it. Um, that's sort of my thoughts on it, but we'll see. I'd have to partially agree with that. And uh, listen, obviously he would never coach at Queensland, but I feel like he would be great with those immortals that we talked about. Like, that's where he would have fit right in as a head coach. I feel like Billy's like, he, this is like completely botting it right now. But I feel like at training, Billy gets will get in there and be like, and, and show a pass or like encourage, or what do you think? I feel like Freddie stands on the sideline and can't, no, you know what to do. We've done this before, like those ones. And I feel like, especially those Penrith boys who are kind of like, the, have been the spine of this New South Wales uh, team, uh, they need to feel like they can express themselves, like they, you know, I'm just talking yarning now, but yeah, I don't know if Freddie's the one to do it, but no excuses, New South Wales all day. I think we're good. I heard this really, I'll say this really quick, but this is the G that Billy Slater is. There's a, a basketball guy was telling me he lived in Brisbane at the time and uh, went out one night, Billy Slater was out by himself and these guys came up to him and, and just tried to cause, you know, a little bit of trouble and this is the G that he is. There was four of them and he gave them all a hiding. And then okay, just like walked I don't, out. I don't think uh, we needed to. <laughs> Thanks, Brooke. Thanks for the. <laughs> I don't think we just say great... those kind of things just <laughs> on a random okay, podcast. Walked right? out. <laughs> that is allegedly, and it's probably. That is allegedly. It didn't even happen. It didn't even happen. Hey, man. Don't take his, his, his uh, legend away from him. Billy Slater, the story I remember about him. Good job. Love you. Come on, State, State of Origin, Origin, baby. New South Wales. Let's go. This is The Morning Shift. Kia Shifters, I'm Jordan And I'm Brooke And this is True News For You Alright, I will bring three news stories to the table And the lads can decide whether they want to talk about them Whether they just want to hear about them Or whether we move on uh, Stories for today Police crackdown on fleeing drivers May cause more deaths in Aotearoa Story number two is cash stuffing the ideal way to budget? And story number three, don't skip leg day. It may be the secret to preventing a heart attack. Let's talk about all three. I yeah, love them all. Good. You like it? Yeah, they're good. All right, so uh, talking about the police crackdown on fleeing drivers, on Monday, police here in New Zealand announced a refresh uh, of the fleeing driver policy, which aims to strike a balance between the safety on all road users and ensuring offenders are held to account. Uh, the apprehension rate before the policy change in 2020 was about 70%. So around 70 people were caught uh, or, or chased, at least, uh, by police officers if, in fact, you were fleeing in your car. And that's down to an hour around about 35%. Uh, so police have refreshed their fleeing driver pursuit policy, which will see them chase more vehicles. That means if someone's going to ram raid or if someone's done something, maybe a robbery, uh, they're more likely now to chase you in their police cars than they were uh, as of before Monday. So what do we think about that? Because there's more to that puzzle than just yeah. chasing criminals. That means all of us become at risk, risk when these cars are being driven at speed past us. I'm more interested uh, if any of you guys know why is this being, why is the story coming up now? Uh, and, and there might be no no coincidence. It might just be coming up. But it's are there any other stories surrounding it? I mean, yeah. My thing is, I looked it up, Mark, and apparently since 2008. There's been more than 30,000 recorded pursuits and 79 deaths. So obviously, any death is, is too many. However, out of 30,000 pursuits, uh, 79, you know, 
It's a tough one. How do you weigh that up? Yeah, I think the real difference for those who are law-abiding citizens, uh, you now have to consider uh, what they're trying to do is try and uh, discourage people from doing crime. And there was a change in 2020 where they were like, you know what, we're going to stop risking other people's lives by pursuing after uh, these criminals and people could get in the way. And I, and I think about it from, from a father's standpoint, um, I may be nowhere near Ava, who's my 11-year-old daughter. She may be walking home from school and there's a police pursuit happening and a car takes her out. And that's, that's, that risk mm. now increases because they've decided to chase after criminals. The flip side of that is there are a lot of people who think that crime has got out of hand because mm. criminals know they're not being chased. So we're kind of at six of one, half a dozen of the other where we sit. And that's the interesting True. take for me, whether or not, yeah. The numbers have gone up, right? So it was like 5,000 two years ago and then last year it was 10,000 fleeing cars that, that went and they all had to pull out. The police had to pull out of you know the majority of those. I was watching something yesterday and it was talking about they're putting the onus on the fleeing vehicle. So the police have kind of stepped away and been like, no, if this is going to be bad, it's not on us. It's on the car that's trying to get away. They need to be more responsible for the people. So they're taking the onus off the cops, which I don't think is the right thing to be doing because now you're saying, hey, if there is an accident, it's not on us, it's on them. The other thing they did to... because. Paramount, the thing is saving people's lives, right? The other thing they did is they've got this, uh, maybe it's a machine or a system that listens to the cop and they can hear something in their voice that if they're getting carried away and it's more than just a chase, this has become, you know, like I have to get this person. Mm. Then the only person, the, the, the senior person that can pull them out of the chase is at the, the police base. Otherwise, uh, it's on the cop to be like, yeah, I think this is the right thing to be doing. I got to go and chase them. Yeah, it's a straight. It's like it's a it's a tough one because you do need to make sure that people are aware that if you commit a crime, you are going to get chased and you're going to get arrested and you're going to spend time in jail. But the whole justice system needs a, an absolute rerun anyway. So this just increases the amount of people who are going to be chased after a crime. Yeah, easy as that. All right, uh, and story number two is cash stuffing the ideal way to budget. Apparently, as the cost of living continues to rise in Aotearoa, many Kiwis are ditching the plastic and living off cash. And one financial researcher thinks this may be the winning idea. With no cards or payments or pay wave, there's no mindless spending on overdrafts. What are they doing? People are just grabbing cash out, physically having enough cash to last that week, and it stops people from blowing money everywhere. Like, once it's done... You don't spend any money. I know someone who is very good with money, and that's been their their number one rule forever. I, I get out from the ATM how much cash I need for that week. I've planned how much I need, and I stick to that. And I can see it. I can literally count it. And obviously, you're not getting those, oh, gym membership comes out. Oh, that app that I forgot that I pay $31 for a month mm. just came out. Oh, this, this, that. Oh, no, afterpay. I like it. I would, yeah, I think I would actually do it. Maybe we should start we, should, should we? we need to start doing it. <laughs> Me and John are talking about how much money we have, and it is bad. No, no, we're grateful. Pressure. Yeah. You can't oh. take seven bucks out of a cash machine either. 17, oh, Mark. Hey, we got 17. Hey, 17, hey, sorry. Hey, 17. 24, 24. 24, 24. 24. Uh, yeah, apparently the hashtag cash stuffing has garnered more than a billion views on TikTok. So I would love to know, the kids. because I saw this yesterday, I would love to know like annually how much you actually spend on that surcharge that you use on your pay wave. Because I spent $6.50 at the dairy yesterday and the surcharge was 0.16 cents. So, you know, it's not incredible. But if you had an annual thing where you spent $20 on pay wave a day, how much is that adding up to over the year? And you know you spend on on pay waiver. We haven't even we haven't really broke that down, but that is that's rough, eh? When they when they charge us the surcharge, and I get that businesses are struggling. Um, it's just it's unfair to everyone. It's unfair to. We got to come back with the. Do you know who could probably stomach that 
that little fee that pay we wave? have to pay? No, not even pay wave. Maybe the banks as they come out with their four point six billion dollar profits and stuff like that. Like ultimately, it's a. It's come a, on, man. You know. You know, you know what I'd do if I was on a bank. If I was a bank, I would say. This could be dumb, so I don't want to sound dumb. But I would say uh, we'll we'll take if you sign up a business with us, mm. we'll take we'll 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 cover the costs so that you don't have to, and then I'd market it so that everyone that's with the Jordan Bank knows they never get paid the surcharge, and so like people should just own that, and then we should just leave all the banks that we're, that we're with and go to those banks that actually help us. The Jordan Bank. Currency yeah. vibes. If there was banks that like, if there, if there were new banks that were popping up left, right, and center, like it would become a more competitive and process. Like ASB, right? ASB should just do it. Yeah, come on, ASB, do it's Westpac. Uh, all right, uh, and finally, leg muscles may be linked with better outcomes after a heart attack. Growing evidence shows that building muscles in your legs and the strength up in there benefits nah. your heart more than any other part of the body. Nah. Uh, well, you don't I, reckon? Well, well nah. I'm, I'm looking right now, and I know who had a heart attack later. <laughs> nah, I don't reckon. I reckon this is a cat. There's no way. Yeah, apparently there's a direct correlation. Having a higher level of leg muscle strength appears to be oh, strongly associated with a lower risk of developing heart failure after a heart attack. Look, it's well, just working out. Don't don't get scared. It's just the concept of working out. Just work out more, and you'll have a less chance of having a heart attack. There we go. Squats. Squat it. Stop trying to shame people with skinny legs. But if that is true, you guys stop being mean to me, man, because I don't have much time left. <laughs> <laughs> You guys still in it with damn about no squats. <laughs> there it is. Another week. True news. I'm Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And that is true news. For you. This is The Morning Shift. Yes, it is. And that is us. Signing out. Have a good day, Fano. Bro, we on Wednesday. I saw Lulu. I saw Lulu. I saw Lulu. Sorry. Big day. Go and get some rest. Make sure you're not tired when it comes to 10.30 tonight. 10.05 tonight, excuse me. NRL. State of Origin. Game Let's one. Push. Come on, baby. This is The Shift. The Shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The Morning Shift. I'm going to make an awfully game with you. The Shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is The Shift. Got it. Okay.